0: The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And
1: always at eppodcast.com. Are
2: you ready for the cold this week, Evergreen Park? Are you ready? It's so cold outside that my co-host, Hannah, from New Orleans originally, is just curled up with some gumbo and lighting furniture on fire, and she isn't leaving the house. It's so cold. It's gonna be so cold that if you go outside, your feet could freeze to the ground on contact. That's if you're not wearing any shoes, but still, and before you say I'm crazy, trust me, we all know people that live around here that would still walk out to the garbage can real quick with no shoes on in this weather. I'm just saying wear shoes this week. Hi, my name's Chris. I'm your neighbor. Welcome to 30 Minutes of Good, all about Evergreen Park, broadcasted from my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement, right here in Evergreen Park. This is the EP Podcast. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. Lots to talk about this week. We're doing another eating Evergreen Park segment. I love these things. Imagine a seafood restaurant in Evergreen Park and famous people from all over flock to it. That's how good it is. And meanwhile, most of Evergreen Park doesn't even know it exists inside of its own borders. We found it, we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna tell you how to find it. And among other things, it's also Catholic Schools Week. And I say this because there's a couple Catholic schools right here in Evergreen Park. If you didn't know it, let me fill you in on something. In August 2017, the Illinois legislature actually passed a law Creating the tax credit scholarship program. And that program allows people to donate to private schools in their neighborhood. And there's a couple of private schools here in Evergreen Park. They get a 75% state tax reimbursement on their donation. So, this is how it works you donate $400, it really only costs you $100 because you get the $300 back on your taxes. That's exactly how the thing works. Now there's something that's really cool going on that we're going to talk about because Catholic Schools Week is going on. We have uh, Melissa Small here. She's got a lot of ties to a lot of Catholic schools in the area, right, Melissa? Right. All right, so we're going to talk in just a little bit, but one of the big things going on is that you make a donation now through the end of February, and it's being matched by donors that have said that they will put $2 every dollar you donate. So if you put $400 in donations in, you're really only putting 100 in after the tax break because you're going to get the 300 back as a refund. But it's really going to be like $1,200. So in the end, $100 it costs you $1,200 to help an underprivileged kid or somebody whose family is struggling and can't make the tuition actually go to a school that's their choice. And if you are somebody interested in going to a private school here in Evergreen Park, you can go and apply for this money by applying to send your child to that school
1: empowerillinois.com
2: there you go it's actually empowerillinois.org oh sorry <laughs> welcome the to the show welcome to the show melissa <laughs> we're going to talk to melissa in just a little bit here and we'll see whether or not you get her facts straight now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. Here is what's going on in Evergreen Park. You heard about it a little bit last week on the EP podcast. The new community center is opening up soon, so they're having a moving sale. This Saturday, February 2nd, 9 a.m. to noon, at the community center, they've got all kinds of crafts, flowers, beads, ribbons, and much, much more. Get over there and get your crafting on. Also, don't forget, coming up the Saturday after that, on the 9th, the EP Library is doing their Sip and Sample. 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., $25. Spoke to our buddies over at Unidad recently. I know they're one of the places providing some great eats as well. Also coming up on that Saturday the 9th, St. Bernadette is having their spaghetti dinner. 9343 South Francisco in O'Brien Hall. 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., 7 bucks for adults, 5 bucks for seniors, kids 3 to 12 for $3 and all the baseball slash softball leagues in evergreen park are doing registration check out all their websites epgirlssoftball.com epboysclub.com littleleague.com we're going to try to get everybody in from all the leagues at some point leading up to the season anyway that's your word on the street who's hungry I am
0: Wake up the dawn and ask her why were dream, dream she never dies Wipe that tear away now From your, From your eyes Slowly walking down the hall Faster than a cannonball Where were
1: you while we were getting high?
0: Someday you will find me They're gonna get away For the summer For you and I
2: Wife Erica is joining me at my 9-foot homemade oak bar for another edition of Eating Evergreen Park. This is becoming my favorite thing to do. It is my
3: favorite thing to do. Because it's
2: date night, but I can get away with it being also podcast related. And, And then like we meet the owners and then they like they like they hang out with us and we have like a blast. This is really like the greatest idea that you've ever come up with that I've then stolen and made my own.
3: Right. Well, I come up real, with really good ideas.
2: <laughs> well, that's because you're brilliant, and um, I'm just an idiot with a microphone. So, where where do we go this week?
3: We went to. The I fr- know where we
2: went, but I'm trying to set you up.
3: Okay, we went to the Crazy Crab. Right. And it's at uh, ninety two zero four Southwestern Avenue in Evergreen Park.
2: Right. We were like, you know, we've noticed that our first two places were closer to each other. You know, like we found two places the first two times we did eating Evergreen Park that were in like almost the same neighborhood. They were different quadrants, but they were still pretty close. Correct. And I was like, let's branch out. Let's let's get away. I have never had a meal anywhere in that area. Like, I've been over there before. You know, I've been to the Meyer. I've hit the Walmart. See you know what I'm saying? But I've never gotten a meal anywhere. And I had heard about the crazy crab from a couple different people. And I had started to see it in my Facebook timeline. And I was like, we got to try this place.
3: Yeah, I'm so glad that we did. And
2: it was, it was really, really good. So here we are. What we're going to do is we're going to talk to the owner of the Crazy Crab. His name is Martin King. Great guy. And then we're going to tell you what the Crazy Crab was like this week on Eating Evergreen Park. This week on Eating Evergreen Park. We're at the Crazy Crab, northeast side of Evergreen Park. We've never been over on this side before. I didn't even realize as I was driving by that this was here, and then people started telling me all about it, I stop in, and I find Martin King, the owner of Crazy Crab, and I just had a feast. How are you, Martin?
0: I'm good, thank you. Thank you for coming.
2: Thank you for having us. We were amazed by not only the fact that, I mean... Your big claim to fame, or and you told us right away, was the, the, the seafood, you call them like a seafood bag? What's the best yeah, way to describe the it? The seafood boil bag is what we call it. All right, so a seafood boil bag, and we had like some crab legs and, and shrimp. We went with a, a, a spice combination that, that you recommended. The trifecta. trifecta. The, the, the trifecta. We got the trifecta, and then uh, I got mine a little spicier in Erica's because I think I'm tough, and then I've been sweating for the last 20 minutes. And that was really good. But then the other thing that I thought was really uh, incredible was that when you bring out some of the, the f- just the fried fish you have, the fried shrimp, the fried
0: catfish, the breading is very light. It seems like there's a lot of time that's taken oh, in these recipes. It took a year to develop most of the recipes. We, my wife and I worked on them for a year, especially the catfish and the shrimp. Uh, we, we didn't want a heavy breading, but we wanted a very, a very tasteful breading. So we took our time and served catfish probably for a year at home. Before we uh, perfected the recipes, because
2: I think one of the crazy things that uh, you know, you go into any place that does seafood, even chicken, if they're doing something with breading, it's the same breading on everything. No, and your shrimp breading is this light, very, uh, you know, not even not even a dark co- in color, a very flaky breading, and your
0: catfish breading is something completely different. So the, the catfish breading is different than the shrimp breading, and the shrimp breading is different than the fried chicken breading, and. The- Fried chicken bread is different than the chicken tender bread. We tried to make each unique item have their own unique taste and flavor. I believe in flavor profile, so we took a lot of time in trying to make things as, we're foodies, so we like to go out to eat, we like to enjoy ourselves. So we tried to bring a restaurant to Evergreen Park and to Chicago that people liked, right? And that it was a fun environment, it was a friendly environment. Uh, I had to let someone go the other day because she just wasn't friendly, and I said maybe you're just not a people person. But you know, to work for the crazy crab, you got to be friendly, you got to like people, and you got to want to give people the best customer service and food you can. Well, I think that the other thing is that you walk in right away and you realize it's a place you can bring the kids. Yeah,
2: because I I mean, it's definitely it's definitely kid friendly, but it's also. You're not going to come in here and be uptight while you're eating. No. You're, you're no. eating food out of a bag. You're eating
0: food out of a bag. <laughs> your hands are getting dirty. We, we have hand sinks where you can wash your hands. We have gloves. It's definitely, it was definitely created to be a family, fun environment restaurant uh, for the neighborhood. And uh, I'm just real excited that Evergreen Park Podcast chose to come out today.
2: Well, thank you. Now, um, the other thing that I wanted to point out is the gloves. I mean, like, I felt like when I was sitting down and ready to eat... Like, I was preparing for... So I didn't realize what I was getting into until, like, I got in there. But, I mean, like, I had, I had like, uh, like plastic gloves. Erica, you didn't use the plastic gloves. No,
3: I went all natural and right. got my hands dirty. Right, exactly.
0: She had to use the sink <laughs>
2: Most, the most people
0: don't use the gloves. So most you, people don't.
3: Well, why did you give me the glove? Now I, now I look like the guy that doesn't know how to eat. No, I
0: just... I, I knew because you had to handle this microphone machine that I didn't want your hands to get so greasy. I look dainty um, to you, isn't that, that right? Well, well, I just didn't... I, you know, I didn't want you to get all that garlic on the microphone, so... <laughs> I, uh, I gave you the gloves, but more, I'd say it's about 25% gloves, 75% no gloves. But everybody should use a bib. Everybody should use a bib, <laughs> especially when, especially when eating out of the seafood ba- uh, boil bag. I mean, you're going to get something on you if you don't. So we're always well-stocked with bibs.
2: If I was coming into the Crazy Crab for the first time and, and you had the chance to tell me, before you leave, make sure you try this, what would it be?
0: Before you leave, make sure you try the catfish and the gumbo.
2: Catfish and the gumbo. Yeah. We've had them both. They're really good. Yeah. That gumbo recipe, uh, tell me again because we were talking about it before we started recording, but tell me again because I thought it was very interesting. Your catfish or I'm sorry, your gumbo has crab legs in it. Yes. And That's you leave the meat inside of it while you say
0: I I leave the meat inside the uh, the shell of the crab leg one so that the Meat doesn't disintegrate based on the heat, and it's, it's Some people like to actually crack crack the crab leg as they're eating their gumbo. So I left it in there. Of course, I I took the shells off the shrimp, and there's chicken sausage in there, and there's also regular chicken in there. Um, but the the gumbo's uh, full of flavor, and part of that flavor is uh, the shell of the snow crab. Tell me a little bit about the uh, the wall here. You had this wall when you walk in,
2: and it's got thousands of signatures it seems like on the side of it you told me you've only been
0: here for a couple of years Yeah, a couple so of it's years. really
2: filled up you, you told me you got some famous people on this
0: wall. yeah we got some famous people on the wall at any given moment there may be a celebrity or an athlete in here eating some of the crab legs or, or eating some of the catfish um, Chance the Rapper has been in here Judge Greg Mathis has been in here uh, just several entertainers I can't even think of so you may come across a signature on the wall of somebody you might recognize
2: that's awesome. It also seems like it's the kind of place, if you come in here, you can people watch a little bit. You might get a surprise Yeah, as you walk in the door. You might
0: get a surprise of who walks in the door. Um, I've been told that, uh, that, that that maybe a former president might stop by and sign the wall at some it, point. It possibly
2: one from Chicago? Oh, Maybe just the one from Chicago,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, you were saying about the catfish re- recipe, that it took you 52 weeks. You served it to your family. So what week? was the winner for
0: the cafe somewhere between somewhere between 35 and 40 i figured out the right combination of grittiness and salt content and flavor and at at about 35 to 40 weeks i figured out this was going to be it Um, some other batches just didn't come off as well this seemed to uh stick to the fish it had a, a peppery flavor but not overpowering uh, it had a good flavor profile to it, so we kind of stuck with it since uh, like week 35 to 40.
3: It's really the best tasting um, fried fish I've had in the longest time, so it was really good.
0: <laughs> you can you. always
2: I, tell when she likes the food,
0: she yeah. was she was very happy here. I, mean- I tried to, I mean, I remember going to, uh, we used to have a restaurant in Chicago and they have them around the country called Houston's Restaurant, and I remember them always having just really good food, and so I wanted to create a concept that had really good food. Um, I I like going places uh, Trying different places Whether they be ribs Or Asian restaurants Or um, Latino restaurants I really like trying different types of food And I want to go to places That have really good food Like I love Uncle Julio's I love Uncle Julio's It's one of my favorites I also love Joe's Stone Crab downtown I love Eddie V's I love Maestro's I love Gibson's I love Tao A new restaurant downtown I love Sunda I love all these different restaurants, so I tried to make a fun, good food restaurant on the south side of Chicago because we shouldn't have to always drive to Oak Brook or Oak Lawn or downtown to get a good bite to eat. It's a foodie
2: who's making food for other foodies, and it's right here in Evergreen Park, and I absolutely love it. Thanks for having us in today. Well, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Okay, so first of all, Martin is maybe one of the greatest conversations you're going to get in Evergreen Park. Like, you want Martin to be working there, and I get the feeling he's always there, but you want to, like, have him walk by and be like, uh, how's everything going? Are you Martin? Yeah. Sit down, Martin. Tell me a story, because this guy's got every story in the world. That wall that I mentioned with all the signatures on it is filled with famous people, and they all know him by, like, first name. Like he has, this is not his first restaurant and he has all kinds of like big name stars that come in there. He's met Pope's, he's met Queens, he's met Kings, he's met presidents, he's met pop stars, he's met major recording artists, he's met movie stars, he, and in like, and he's just got the greatest stories ever. And the only thing that that is rivaled to how many people he knows is the food is really good.
3: Yeah, the food is wonderful.
2: You know, I, first off, I want to say that I didn't know what to expect walking in there because I like seafood. Erica likes seafood. But, you know, it just depends. Some, some seafoods are all like the same. You go to a place like the same thing every time. Then I see that they've, they've got like a Cajun spin to everything. And you can get, you know, different items there and they're all differently done. And like you heard me say, I just expected all the breaded stuff to be the same. And it, and it wasn't. And then it's like, okay, we're going to bring out your seafood in, in a bag. Right? Right. And I'm like, uh, all right. And, and what was funny was like they came right over and hand me the gloves. I can't believe you made me wear the gloves. And I thought everybody puts on gloves. He like, wore
3: this, the gloves. Girl, I did not. This girl walks
2: over from the crazy crab and just gives me gloves. And I'm putting them on my hands and she's wrapping a bib around my neck. They must have decided like he's the slob. Like they must have enough slobs to come walking or like put all the plastic you can on that guy. He's going to just just... Just drop stuff. They were on just himself. trying
3: to make sure that I didn't come home and have to like pre-stain, like pre-wash your clothes right. before. So <laughs> I here's the thing: it's
2: it's a really nice place. I, I think the thing is that you don't understand what a fun place it is to go to because it, it looks like when you're looking off of Western Avenue, there like it's just another thing that's in a like a strip mall, right? And it, and it's not really like that. The moment you walk in, you you realize that you're in like a fun little restaurant. And, and the owner's right there working there all the time. And it's definitely not fancy. It's good. It reminded me like it was Cajun food. And, and the first thing I thought of was, I once went to New Orleans when I was younger, before I met you, sweetheart. And I, I went to New Orleans, and we were staying in this guy's house in a neighborhood in New Orleans. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, walk down here and then make a turn. There's this place that serves great seafood. And it basically was like somebody's house in the middle of a neighborhood that was turned into a restaurant and you walked in and there were like benches and you sat with other people and they brought out the stuff in baskets and it was messy and you're drinking your drink out of like a plastic cup. It had that feel to me, but the thing is the food is really good and it's a place like you bring kids and they're going to get messy and you don't care and you're going to eat and you're going to get messy and you don't care. You're going to drink your beer out of a bottle there because you're probably going to have some stuff stuck to your fingers and, and you don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're going on a first date and you're afraid that you might get like a little sauce in your beard or on your chin, this may not be the spot for you. But if you're looking for good food, yeah, because I mean, it was, it it was spicy. First of all, I went on that. There are four levels of spicy. I just went to level two and Erica was like dotting sweat off my face.
3: He Had so much food all over my hands,
2: and I couldn't touch my face because then the food will be on my face. And she's like wiping me down. Like, do you want me to get
3: a rag and just wipe you down?
2: Right, it was bad. It was good, the food was good, but I mean, like, I was sweating.
3: Um, and I also want to say, you know, I for one am not a huge fan of catfish, but this is probably the best fish I ever had in my life. (laughs) It was just the breading was just perfect. Um, well, that's why I brought it up
2: when we were talking to him because. I've never been a, like, I like catfish. When he said I'm getting a catfish, I'm like, all right, because I've had good catfish before. But I've also had bad. And I've also had it where it's like, it just, there's just something wrong with the texture of it. And this, I could have sat around and just eaten all night.
3: Yeah, I think if I went back, I might just order that as my meal. It is so good. And it's just
2: in the appetizer side, which is crazy. I think the thing is, is that what we've learned so far by doing Eating Evergreen Park is that, and he said it, Martin said it. There, you don't need to get in a car and go downtown. No. You don't need to go out into the deep suburbs. You don't need to drive the Orland. You don't need to drive the Tinley. Because the thing is, is that there are some really interesting flavors and some very interesting takes on food right here in Evergreen Park.
3: Yes, definitely something to try. Um, Again, it's at 9204 uh, Southwestern Avenue here in Evergreen Park. And um, just just a little rundown. They don't just serve like just shrimp and crab legs. They also have... um. Crawfish on the menu and king, you know, lobster and king crab. So there's I, a bunch of different kinds of seafood. I think
2: the bag boil or what, what do they call it? Do they call it? What do they call it?
3: Well, the boil, the boil. The, the boil
2: that ba- comes in the bag. The
3: bag boil. You the bag get to boil, pick whatever you want. You,
2: you, and here's the thing. You can't go wrong with the bag boil. It's messy, but it's good. Martin and I are best friends now. Martin <laughs> invited me to go golfing. We're going to cook ribs with each other. Yes. Next time you found yep. out, you, you out I like to cook ribs. We're going to sit around. Martin's a big football fan. You know, he's got football playing nonstop in there.
3: So you might hear a football football podcast out of them. Who knows?
2: Oh, he already told me he wants to start his own football podcast (laughs) with me. I never met this guy. Hour and a half later, we're best friends. All right, I promised it earlier on the show. Melissa Small joins me. She is... How would you describe yourself? You're from Most Holy Redeemer. You're also uh, somebody who works over at St. Lawrence, right? Too right. Can I say that? You can. All right. So you work over at St. Lawrence. You're from Redeemer. You got kids in Catholic schools, and it's Catholic Schools Week. We're going to talk about Catholic schools. I kind of gave her a hard time because she didn't know the uh, the website address <laughs> earlier on in the program, and now she's going to give me a hard time because I, I left out some good details. What, go ahead and tell me that, and then I want to jump into what's going on in Catholic Schools Week because Evergreen Park has several Catholic schools, and we've had, we've had the principal from Evergreen Park High School in here when it was time for entrance exams. We had Brother Rice in here. We try to support all the schools and everything that's going on. This is a big week for the Catholic schools in Evergreen Park, so I want to get to that, but what did I miss?
1: I think it's important to mention, Chris, that uh, for the tax credit scholarship, you can name the school if you're choosing to donate money that you'd like that money to go towards. So if you are a parishioner or Most Holy Redeemer or Queen of Martyrs or St. Lawrence or wherever you might be uh, wanting to give your money to, you can name that school. And the money then will be designated to somebody who applies for the tax credit scholarship, and uh, wants to go to that school.
2: And it's empowerillinois.org.
1: Correct, .org. All right,
2: (laughs) very good. We've helped each other.
1: Yes, thank you.
2: All right, let's talk Catholic Schools Week. Let's do it. Now, it kicked off on Sunday. I think like every Catholic school had like a special mass, and they had like their open houses for their school. Right. But there's stuff that happens all week long. and, And there's people, you send kids to Catholic school, I do too. Right. OK, um, my daughter for high school is going to go to Evergreen Park High School to do a walkthrough. And she already did a walkthrough there. OK, she's going to go check out some of the Catholic schools Great as school. well. And, and, and the thing for us is, you know, my wife, Erica, she she's Catholic and never went to Catholic schools. And I went to Catholic schools all the way through high school. So when we had kids, I was like, we're sending our kids to Catholic school because that was just how I got raised. And she was like, are you out of your mind you know how much money that cost? And she was really annoyed with me. It was like one of those things where it was like, this is what we're doing. Like, you know, you go back and forth and finally somebody's will overtakes the other one. But now she tells me all the time it's worth it.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I totally agree with you. I myself uh, went to Catholic elementary school. I didn't, I went to public high school um, and my husband was 12 years, a product of Catholic school. And that was a discussion we absolutely had in our house. Um, I've worked in public schools and I've worked in Catholic schools. And, And to be honest, Chris, there's great people in both schools. Um, I, I absolutely agree with you though that there there is a huge difference in terms of, you know, the the morals and the values and what's being brought to the table at a Catholic school. And I think it's a real opportunity for discussion that isn't even allowed to happen in public schools.
2: So what's going on for Catholic Schools week?
1: Okay. So Catholic Schools Week is a national endeavor put out by, you know, the National Catholic Schools Association, Catholic Education Association. And um every day they give the Catholic schools different themes to celebrate. And Catholic schools can choose how they want to do that, how they how they don't want to do that. Um, so I just can talk a little bit about what most holy redeemers doing. And I would assume schools are sort yeah, of What are they up suit. to? Let's
2: use them as an example because you you're you're over there. You can tell us a little bit about that. Perfect. I like the Evergreen Park Schools. I know you're at St. Lawrence. You want to you push know, St. Lawrence. Okay. I went to Brother Rice, and I'm like, I don't want to hear it. Okay, uh, okay. But go, go, go ahead. I'm
1: Vikings. Okay, so uh, today is Sunday. R-I-C-E,
2: go Crusaders.
1: <laughs> All right, so Monday, uh, the theme is Celebrate Community. There'll be a pep rally at 1230 in Bridey Hall, and that's going to be the kickoff for Catholic Schools Week. So each grade level is wearing a different color to represent the community they belong to grade-wise. And then they're creating a cheer or a song or a poem. The Marist band will perform. And students will be able to be out of uniform, which is always a fun thing when you go to Catholic school. You know that, Chris. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, the theme will be serving others, which is really a pinnacle of Catholic schools the idea of service. And that's super important. So, students at Most Holy Redeemer will be bringing in non perishable items for the Evergreen Park food pantry. And also, it's a special guest lunch. So the idea behind that is that the Redeemer student brings in a lunch for somebody they want to share that lunchtime with that's so special to them. So they're able to invite someone, and they're supposed to pack or bring a lunch for them. Wednesday is Celebrate the Nation, Faith to Move Mountains, which is the year-long theme for Catholic schools. For most lawyer in will be having game day, and it's also parent appreciation day. Sounds like
2: these kids just get to mess around all week long.
1: <laughs> you know what? It is kind of a funny... I mean, fun really just kind of goofing nope. off. I'm not. It's going to be negative 52 on Wednesday, so we'll see how that rolls out. We'll see if we get Maybe those...
2: It might get canceled. Yeah, we'll see if right. we get those app- you know, appreciation You ever see the letters. movie Day After Tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> it happens on Wednesday.
1: Right, right. I, I doubt <laughs> we'll be getting those letters, but if it happens, um, they're going to thank their parents for their gift of Catholic education. That's also going down at St. Lawrence, P.S. Um, and as a special gift, there'll be no homework, which, in my opinion, is a true gift to parents. <laughs> On Thursday is uh, celebrate vocations, which is important for the children to understand. So that'll be Teacher Appreciation Day. And P.S., if you're not aware, Catholic schools teachers do not make a lot of money. And so... So they give them a day. where yes, they say, they they give say a thanks, one day. Mrs. So-and-so. They say, thank you so much. Here's right. a lunch. And you can wear jeans, which in a teacher's world is so important. Teachers get
2: jeans and lunch. It makes up for the lack of pay.
1: Jeans make a difference in teachers' <laughs> lives. I will tell you that, Chris. It's huge. Um, and then on Friday is Celebrate Students' Day because we know those children need so much celebration. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they've had this great week or right, 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 yeah, right. yeah. We're yeah. going to
2: end it with a celebration because of all the celebrating <laughs> you've been doing? They've
1: worked so hard I'm on it. I'm starting letters. to wonder about this
2: whole Catholic schools thing because it doesn't sound like my kids do anything except party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so on, on uh, Celebrate Students' Day, they're going to be reading aloud. And they're also going to have a teacher versus student volleyball game. But before that. I
2: hope the teachers like spike on. Oh, I
1: hope so, too. But before that is probably my most favorite event ever. And that's the Wheel of Wisdom. That'll be at 930 a.m. What is the Wheel of Wisdom? So the Wheel of Wisdom is like a traveling trivia show that comes to schools. I have very fond memories of this. I'm hoping that um, my husband comes through with it for my 40th birthday party since I've never got to be a contestant. You want on the, the Wheel, Wheel of Wisdom
2: for your 40th I, birthday? I, I my I my it wife for Erica my 30th. wants me to take her on a winery tour no. in Napa Valley. That's, you just want the Wheel of yes, Wisdom? Yeah, like, Why didn't I meet you when <laughs> I was younger?
1: <laughs> no, no, But that's all I want for my life. I really wanted it for my 30th, so I'm hoping for my 40th he really comes through with it. Um, but yeah, so the Wheel of Wisdom's he coming at 9.30. You couldn't come through with the Wheel of
2: Wisdom on your 30? No,
1: no. I gotta have a talk with your husband. <laughs> that seems
2: like something pretty easy <laughs> to
1: pull off. Used to keep it cool. Used to be a fool. All about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news. What you gonna do? I could hit profession and
3: forget. Used to keep it cool.
2: Okay, so you guys want to start a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. What we need to do is start from scratch. There's lots of podcasts got like six now. of them now. Yeah. Have 12 podcasts that I'm doing a week. I come down here into the bar. I drink all day long, and I do podcasts. My wife is like, "You have a problem." Bro.
1: I love your new and it's job, And It's not the
2: drinking; it's the podcast. There's too many of them.
3: Should I keep it light? Stay out of the fight. No one's
1: gonna listen to me if I write a song preaching what is wrong. Will they let me sing on TV? Should I keep it light? You're gonna eat
0: lightning. You're gonna crap thunder.
3: You're gonna be a greasy (laughs) Italian
0: tank! Growing up on a podcast, socks in the base, the EP podcast,
2: thirty minutes of good in a world of dumb. Do me a favor. It's going to be kind of a rough week weather-wise. Check on your neighbors. Look out for each other, and don't walk around barefoot. It sounded funny at the beginning of the show, but don't do it. Now you may have noticed that you did not hear a one hundred dollar cash winner. Because we found somebody with an EP podcast car magnet. There's a reason for that. Well, there's several. It's now time for Chris Lanuti's Wheel of Excuses. I will spin the wheel. And as it spins around, I'll just name everything on it. Uh, It was cold. A blizzard started when we were driving around the first time. I had to go to SoxFest for three days to cover it for Socks in the Basement. If you're into the White Sox, subscribe to it. We've got an awesome show coming up on Wednesday because we were all over SoxFest. And then the best excuse at all, that is not my fault. If you follow any of our social media accounts, you might have noticed people putting pictures up of their magnets. You go to at the EP pod on Twitter or Instagram, or you go to the EP podcast on Facebook page. But a lot of the pictures are people with their magnets on their refrigerators. Listen, unless there is a road going through your kitchen, and if there is, trust me, I want to try it out. You'll definitely win. But otherwise, you need to put it on the car. Now, I know it's super cold, but here's what's going to happen this week because we didn't have a winner last week. I'm doubling up the prize. January was $100 cash every time we found somebody. February is $50 in eats from fine Evergreen Park eateries like Rosangela's cravings la Cucina, and many more so you're getting 50 bucks in evergreen park food and 100 in cash a 150 dollars prize this week for the ep podcast magnet that we will find on a vehicle get them at the library get them at unidad get them at porter cullens get them on your car stay warm we will see you next week Thank you for listening to the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com
0: Another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's going to be a good one, and we'll see you next week. And the new Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. The Basement, Broadcast Basement, The L- is Basement, The Broad Basement. Boncha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. The EP Podcast.
3: <laughs> Heard everywhere podcasts can be found.
0: And always at the eppodcast.com.